Today's bonus episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now, let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. I have a feeling that there will be two kinds of reactions to today's column. The first will be people saying, right on. They will agree with me that we need to scale back the hate and rhetoric surrounding the Cat Grizz football game. They will praise the sportsmanship of Tommy Mallott. Then some will put on their FTC or FTG hat and forget the words immediately. The second is people will be pissed off at me for suggesting that their fandom is anything but pure. Some will probably go on the society cancer that is Egris and take shots at me, my wife, and kids. Again. I got a taste of that this weekend. I finished this column early Saturday and I sent it to the Butte Weekly. Then I watched the Grizzlies make an incredible comeback to beat Southeast Missouri State in the first round of the FCS playoffs. I noticed that Washington Grizzly Stadium was maybe slightly more than half full, like it has been traditionally when the Grizz host a playoff game the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So I stole a line from Chris Berman and made a Twitter joke about the thousands of Grizz fans disguised as empty seats. <laughs> oh boy, you would have thought I smashed Monty's head with a goalpost. While most people got the joke, so many others did not, and they weren't all nice about it. The most common reaction I got was, hey, I'm here. The joke, though, was aimed at the diehard Grizz fans who weren't there. They are probably the same people who stormed toward the gate when Lucas Johnson threw a pick that seemed to have secured the loss against Idaho when I went to a game with my daughter on family weekend. That made me sick, to tell you the truth. What kind of fan leaves a game early? They are supposed to be there to support the college students playing the game. Also, what kind of fan boos their own college team when it struggles? That happened Saturday night, too. It was loud enough that the ESPN2 announcers pointed it out. I graduated from the University of Montana, and I'm paying, or at least helping pay, for my daughter to go there now. So yes, I have the right to take a shot or two at my alma mater's fickle fans. And that's what they are, fickle. I'm also neutral when it comes to the Cats and Grizz because, well, I cheer for my own state. I cheer for the Butte Boys, who play for both teams. I also cheer for the Dillon, Anaconda, Missoula, Kalispell, Great Falls, and Bozeman Boys, who play for the teams. We all should. We should also look in the mirror and try to put the game into some better perspective before we start poisoning trees like they do in Alabama. That is what today's column is about. You can read it for yourself at ButteCast.com. Send it to your Cats and Grizz fans, too. And please, stay the hell off of E-Grizz. Tapper Light. Fans of Bobcats and Grizzlies should listen to Tommy. 
Santa Claus's eyes still start to well up when he talks about it. Tommy Mallott was just a little boy sitting on the lap of Tom Beatty, who stopped by the Mallott house dressed as St. Nicholas. Year-round, Tom has a perfect beard and physique to play the part, and this time he visited the Mallott house to meet a family he never knew before. Tommy's mom was in the hospital with an illness, and she was not doing well. It was touch and go, and Santa stopped by to try to take her kid's mind off the awful situation. Santa could not believe his ears when he asked the young boy what he wanted for Christmas. He did not ask for a new computer or a PlayStation. He did not want a new bike or a Red Ryder BB gun. All he wanted for Christmas, Tommy told Santa, was for his mom to get better. Thankfully, she did. Tears rolled down Tom's face as he struggled to digest the situation. He could not believe that a little boy could have such a tremendous perspective in such a difficult time. To this day, that Santa Claus will tell you Tommy Mallott is perhaps the most impressive boy he has ever met. For years, we have said Tommy is wise beyond his years. For years, we thought that this kid just seems too good to be true. For years, Tommy has proved over and over that it is not an act. He is as genuine as they come. Whether it is in football or in life, Tommy Mallott is the real deal. We saw that after Tommy and the Montana State Bobcats stomped the Montana Grizzlies 55-21 in Bozeman. Shortly after the game, Tommy was interviewed on live television. He decided to use that time to ask Bobcat fans to take it easy on the Grizzly players. Quit trying to dehumanize those guys over there, trying to get in their bus, he said. Don't be messing with them. That Tommy felt the need to say those words says so much. I know what it feels like. We felt it last year, Tommy said. Those guys work harder than 90% of the people just to put themselves in position to play this game. Please respect them and take care of those guys. Afterwards, people talked about Tommy's great sportsmanship, but it was so much more than that. Tommy was sounding an alarm, and we all need to pay attention. The word that jumps out of Tommy's comments is dehumanize. It is a powerful word that highlights the very worst of the Cat Grizz rivalry. We really have been doing that to players, coaches, and fans on the other side, and that is dangerous. I've always had a hard time understanding the intense vitriol fans have for their in-state rival. I could never understand how people from Montana can be so against a team from Montana. Maybe that is because I grew up in Butte, which is pretty much halfway between the schools. I grew up cheering for the Cats. I loved Kelly Bradley when he played quarterback in Bozeman. I loved the Furch brothers, Tom D'Amico, and Alonzo Stevens when they played hoops for MSU. I still like the Grizzlies, though. I especially started liking them when Butte players like Lance Allen, Chad Lemke, and Todd Erickson in football and Gary Kane in basketball played in Missoula. I wanted the Grizzlies to win every game but one. When I realized that I would go to school at UM and study journalism, I switched allegiance. Still, I wanted the Bobcats to win every game but one. I wanted the Grizzlies to enter the football playoffs at 11-0 and the Bobcats at 10-1. Then, I wanted the Grizz to beat the Bobcats again in the title game. After graduation, my loyalty to the Grizz slowly dwindled. I became pretty much neutral when it comes to the Cats and the Grizz. I want both teams to win each week. When it comes to the Cat-Grizz game, I cheer for the team with the most Butte players. This year, I was for the Cats because Tommy Mallott, fellow Butte High graduates Casey Kautzman and Dylan Snyder, and Butte Central graduate Aaron Richards on the MSU roster outnumber Butte High grads Jake Olson and Tanner Huff on Montana's. I will always cheer for all those Butte guys. More importantly, I never want to hear people talk about them the way I heard Bobcat fans were trashing Robbie Houck one of the all-time great UM defensive players who just so happens to be the son of Grizzlies head coach Bobby Houck. Sure, Bobby Houck might be fair game for a couple of needles from the crowd. He, after all, makes about a half a million a year. 
His son, though, is just a player who is dedicating his life to being the best student-athlete he can. There is no need for the venom to be spewed at him like it was. The funny thing is that you do not see that out of the former players from the Bobcats and Grizzlies. In those guys, for the most part, you see a mutual respect for each other. Rather, you see the nonsense from the fans who do not know what it is like to line up for an Oklahoma drill. People who have no idea what kind of sacrifice and work it takes to be a college football player at such a high level are the first ones to hurl insults at the players who do. Nobody is asking Bobcat fans to cheer for the Grizzlies or vice versa. It would be nice, though, if you would respect both teams from your home state. By the way, if you don't respect your opponent, then it should not be a big deal if you beat them. The excitement of beating the Grizzlies is great for the Bobcat fans because they respect what a difficult accomplishment that is. At least, that is what it should be. But if you tell your opponent they suck, beating them should be no big deal. As of now, the Cat-Grizz rivalry has boiled over to a point where it is becoming very ugly and it seems to be getting worse each year. Do we really want our state's football fans to turn into a bunch of Harvey Updikes? To save you the Google, Updike is the Alabama fan who poisoned 80-year-old trees at Auburn because he hated the Tigers. That is next level nuts when it comes to being a sports fanatic, and we do not seem to be far from it. When the Cats and Grizz advance to the national championship game, it is inevitable that a bar favoring the other rival will buy a newspaper ad supporting its opponent. We saw Bobcat fans cheer for Villanova, and we saw Grizzly fans cheer for North Dakota State. Really, would you rather see schools from Pennsylvania and North Dakota bring home a title instead of the team down the street? The team with players from your hometown? While it is far from shocking because nothing Tommy Mallott ever does is shocking to those of us who know him, it is so refreshing to hear Tommy speak to the crazies taken over. A young man of just 21 keeps things in perfect perspective when pretty much every other adult in the state has lost his or her mind over the Cat Grizz rivalry. Hopefully, fans from both sides will take his words to heart as much as jolly old St. Nicholas did. Proud to be 